Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Folks, today we have Michael and Carissa Alvarado in the pod from Us the Duo. What a great and fun conversation this was. This couple has been killing it in the music space for like over a decade. And we get into their music stuff, which is really fun, always really fun. But for me personally, I, I felt we got into some like family talks today. We got into some roots of of Carissa's uh you know being Bam Martin's sister and and that whole journey but also how her and Mike connected we got their full on Disney love story and also just the the trials and tribulations of their relationships and and we go pretty deep in this one um I didn't expect it to go there but um they welcomed it and we welcomed it and it was fun and very uh provocative and insightful this is hands down one of my favorite podcasts yes, me of too. the entire me too. season. Straight like up. it was one of the most just romantic experiences that I yes. maybe experienced in a long time. Like very romantic. In the words of Ewan McGregor in Moulin Rouge, this is a story about love overcoming all obstacles. Let's freaking go, yes. And I I I kid you not, I was just on the edge of my seat <laughs> listening to both the joyous moments and the struggles of their story. And I couldn't, I literally, I didn't even want to talk. I felt like I was in their podcast mm. as a guest, privy to maybe asking <laughs> questions every now and then. But that's just how I felt. It was an amazing and beautiful conversation. I'm so glad they were able to open up and share the way they did. And I'm so happy to bring what we consider family onto this podcast. So everybody sit back, relax, listen up and enjoy. Let's go. Folks, welcome or welcome back to Kinja's Movement in the Shadows. We are your hosts, Ben. And Anthony. And we are very excited for today's guests. Today we have singer, songwriter, dynamic duo. In 2013, their six-second covers of popular songs went super viral on Vine. Remember Vine? Where they amassed over 5 million followers as of the time when Vine shut down in 2017. In 2014, they signed with Republic Records and were the first musicians to have signed to a major record label due to their presence on Vine. We have husband and wife, mom and dad to Zyla. We have Michael and Carissa Alvarado, a.k.a. us, the duo. Sound effects, sound effects. I have to ask, how much of that was accurate and how much did it was that like just Wikipedia it up and like that's that's inaccurate? Sounded very Wikipedia. It it was very accurate. Was it accurate? It's all very true. Okay, cool. Would you would you say hundred percent hundred percent true? Nicely done. Okay, well I I I do what I can. I do what I can. (laughs) Uh well you guys are first timers in the pod. So this is really fun right now because uh we are fans of your music, but we're also Carissa, you're you're no, more importantly, okay. Mike is Bam's brother-in-law. Bam's brother-in-law? That's actually we, way more We wanted to bring important. them on because we have Bam's brother-in-law Absolutely. here. That's come on. Me. Who just what about me? got surgery. Oh, and, wow, you went and, straight to it. That's the first topic. <laughs> that's, that's the first, I'm like, 
like why why is michael taking so long to walk up the stairs <laughs> and he was limping i was like bro, That's are you right. okay he's like oh, i just got surgery the other day i'm like well then what are you doing here <laughs> but uh i did i respect the hustle and and thank you guys it's we've, we've been trying to make this happen for a minute we have uh you guys have recently moved back to la mm-hmm. from hawaii yeah. yeah yeah well okay let's let's backtrack it give it give us the origins uh let's go individually I actually met Carissa just traveling to LA really randomly on a whim and I'm from the East Coast. So after we met, I stayed in touch with her online. We fell in love over the internet. Wait, wait, you're moving too fast. You got to yeah, give us more details. I heard this was an AJ Raphael music yeah, video. So, it yes, was. Yes, yes, it was. It was. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, I was helping him out with the shoot and I was just there and he happened to be in LA because he was helping his friend move out there to be an actor. And... AJ was like, hey, come come hang out. We're having a shoot. We're going to jam after. And I was there. And just so happened we met that night. Was and this long-haired Michael? Because long-haired Michael was, was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was he, yep. Yes, that was yep. him. Long-haired Mike. And what I had were no you idea doing what... on the, the video? Were you like singing or were you just hanging out? We were like, being extras, hanging out. Being extras. Yeah. Okay. Both of y'all were just extras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super talented extras. Okay. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, we were yeah. just hanging and afterwards we all hung so out. So it wasn't even that like he captivated or you were captivated by <laughs> her. We were talking about long-haired Michael. I was captivated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good yeah. enough. That's good no, it was cap- he was captivating. Mm-hmm. He caught my attention when he came in. Okay. I said... Wait, he's not Filipino or Asian? Who's that? <laughs> he's like, the one guy who's not Filipino. <laughs> exactly, here. exactly. Uh, and he's he not in. the producer? He's yeah. not the exec? No? No. no. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I opened up that door, and like she said, I was probably the only white dude there. I didn't know any Filipinos. I had never met a Filipino in my life. So when wow. I saw her. That's when the yellow fever hit. <laughs> it was like. I knew I was I was love struck at that point, and then we just kind of gravitated towards each other on the couch because like AJ had these scenes where he was singing the camera and he needed extras behind him, and yeah, we sat next to each other on the couch, brushed legs, and love it. <laughs> classic leg brush, love the leg brush. The classic leg brush move. Yes, it was magic, and then yeah. we exchanged Twitter handles. Is how we stayed Twitter in touch. Handles. Twitter mm-hmm. handles. Twitter handles. Yeah, I gave I didn't give him my number. I gave him my Twitter handle. Good. He was a nice friend. He was a good friend. He was supportive. And uh, in that couch conversation, yeah, the couch. did you feel the friend yeah, zone or yeah. did you feel like the vibes? When I got into the car after that night at AJ's house, I told my roommate, I'm gonna marry that girl. No doubt. Really? Really. No joke. I just had this feeling, man. It's a weird, it's unexpl- It's so crazy. That's crazy. And then? And then? Yeah. Yeah. So I get back in the plane to North Carolina, which is where I'm from. And I'm like, I gotta get back out there. I gotta make this girl fall in love with me somehow. I need a reason to go back. So I just spammed her in DMs. <laughs> and it actually was just like basic at mentions on Twitter. And then your best friend said, hey, it's getting a little sus. You need to move this to DMs because you have a boyfriend and everybody can see what's <laughs> oh, happening. Yeah, these are public comments. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. But to my defense, I thought you were just being funny and your puns were incredible. Right. But I, I was thought, definitely oh, okay. But he was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was getting yeah. juicy. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Okay. Were, were you individually already like creating and producing music at that time? Yes. Yeah, but we were on separate. a small scale. Yeah, on a small, small scale. Because mm. yeah, you were doing your own solo thing already as a mm. musician. Yeah, and then he asked to. Well, where do we move it? Is the question. We moved it to 
AOL, AOL Instant, Instant Messenger, Messenger oh. baby. Oh. Because... Yes. Wait, who's using AIM in 2011? Exactly. We were. We were probably wow. the only two. That was like your version of encrypted. Yeah. Yes. It was honestly, it was, yes, because I couldn't give him my number, obviously. So what else could I give where we can chat in real time? Right. And it was AIM. So I pulled up, I dusted off. What was my 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 aim? Oh, it was like little dancey hot no, no, no. twenty, <laughs> with like no. lowercase, no, 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 First of all, it's, it was Dance Girly 5678 with a U on the girly. Okay? Dance Girly 5678? <laughs> it was. Yeah. But it, we were definitely the last two people on AIM. I think so. The last I think two. so. We, yeah. yeah. We re-downloaded the app. We re-downloaded it. And then, you know, oh, when you look on. It is that effort. Is, that it is. is. But it, it is. felt the safest, most respectable form to communicate yeah. in, <clears throat> in mind of her boyfriend at the time. Mm, you yeah. were shooting your shot. I was, but I had to be, you know, I had you to had put to re- on a way You had message. to download a prehistoric messaging system <laughs> in order to be yeah. respectful to her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. That's that's shooting your yeah, shot. Yeah, and I would I would because yeah. he became a friend, a good friend at that point, right? That's what I was telling myself. He was a friend, friends owned him. And I would tell him my problems with my my boyfriend at the time and say how. Oh, so was... you're the dangerous one. No, I was just no, I was saying, man, because he he had just broken up with his ex, like maybe how I don't know how long. Maybe before. six months before. Yeah, that, so yeah. I was picking his brain about how he dealt with certain issues, and then he would just give great advice as a friend. But oh, I little did I know he was over there like yes, keep going, like keep keep going downhill with this yeah. relationship. It's great. But yeah, <laughs> but it was just not good. It was not a good relationship. And honestly, he saved yeah. me from being in a in a not so great relationship at the time. So mm. yeah. So when that and we'll fast forward through the the ex boyfriend stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll we'll plug her, his Twitter handle right here. <laughs> oh no. Well, when that ended and the new chapter began, how yes. did that began? When it ended, I had to give her space because she had to heal from that. So. There was about three weeks I didn't hear from her at all. And we were talking multiple times every day. So that was a weird time for me trying to figure out, was I old news at that point or was she just healing? Turns out she was healing. And then she reached out to me when she was ready. And uh, from there, it just went really fast. Mm. So maybe a matter of a month we were FaceTiming and telling each other we love each other. Well, let's back up a second. It was fast. Hold on. <laughs> Well, sure. the reason the reason why we even started FaceTiming with each other was the song. Yeah. And that was your kind of way of weaseling in. That was the swoop. Because yeah. I knew I had to get her on video and we could rekindle this flame like that. And so Look I wrote a fake guy. song to be a duet. It wasn't even fake a fake song, song, baby. It was a real song. I mean, it wasn't, it was a, a, it wasn't a duet. I made that oh, up. Oh, okay. And uh, I just, I literally wrote the song to enter into her life in a more prominent way. Purely professional. And then we uh-huh. FaceTimed as professional musicians on this duet. Which Tana, what, what's a fake song? Like, <laughs> you know, it was like one I wrote about her like real quick just to create an opportunity. So it's not a fake song. It's it was, not a it fake was a song. Really yeah. real That's fast song. Yes. It was a fast real song. Yeah. So you you Shakespeare'd her. You yes. just did some poetry. Yeah. 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 That's dope. And mm-hmm. I can't write a fake song like that. <laughs> like I can't write let me just do a fake you know? song real quick. You yeah. still remember the song? Yeah. This is the moment where you're supposed to sing it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. La, 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 la. Hey, baby, 
missing you like crazy. That was a song. It was literally about missing each other. Yeah. Oh, your turn, your turn. What's your uh, fake song? I, I don't have one. Dum, 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 dum. You're cool, man. Wow. Oh, you understand. Oh, wow. Right, I like the run. The run. But you know what? Yes. Oh. No, it it was actually, it ended up being our first song that we put out together You as know a why duo. that's so freaking beautiful? That was your guys' like first like yeah. connecting thing, and you guys just like on the fly remembered it in perfect harmony. That's freaking beautiful. That's yeah. super super cool. Okay, it's crazy. Cool. Okay, so that worked on you. Obviously. It worked, obviously. Yeah, the moment I saw him on Facetime, I said, "Why is my heart beating so fast? Why does it feel like I'm on? Why does it feel like I'm on a roller coaster? I have butterflies in my stomach." And he was just looking at me. And I said, what are you trying to say right now? And I said, hold on. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. When I come back, can you just spill whatever it is that you want to say? And then I come back from the bathroom and he goes, I haven't stopped thinking about you since the day I met you. I wrote about 10 songs about you since I met you. And uh, yeah, I just can't get you out of, my, out of my head. And then right after he said that, I said, I'm going to marry you and I'm going to have a family with you. You said this. I said this. And and he was he, the relief on his face and the big smile mm. he had. Was nice. It was crazy because he said finally in his head he said thank God I I feel the same way. But it's, but you know like you can't you can't time those things and obviously it sounds crazy to be doing that. But when someone comes into your life and they're meant to be there, they will insert at any time, and it doesn't mm. matter. It's not on my time. It's not on my perfect timing. It just it just happened and. Yeah, you can't ignore that kind of stuff. No, you can't. Because now, almost tomorrow, 11 years married. It's Congratulations. Wow. Happy you. anniversary. Yeah, yeah y'all just are celebrating Thank an anniversary you. on this podcast. Yeah. And, wow. <laughs> Thank you. We got no. surgeries. We got anniversaries. <laughs> ain't nothing stopping this conversation. That's right. Happening. Because That's we love y'all. We love Yeah, Ginger's and we love you guys. Period. We love you guys. Family. Well, during COVID, you guys did some great family content. Yeah, we did. Like, what do you call it? The Martin? Martin? <laughs> Martin 4. Martin 4. It's like Jackson 5, but Martin 4. That was so sick. Yeah. You guys did some really, fun. like... Like popping dance trend things yeah. and all the TikTok dances yeah. are so fun. But you guys had your own twist to it. You guys just made yeah. it way cooler than everybody else. Thanks to Bam, he, yeah. he's the one who taught us how to do things. Where, where, okay, where does that? What do you think that um, that artist like blood is it? Like, do your parents or were they singers, dancers? Bro, are you not? Yeah, it's I don't Filipino know. genetics, bro. <laughs> all Filipinos. Okay, Honestly, school, okay, you're yeah. Either a nurse. <laughs> yes. Or you're no, singing or dancing or love basketball. Yes. I'm not saying play oh basketball. Gosh. I say love basketball. Okay, okay, okay. It's so true. And you can be at least two to three of those things okay. at once. You know what I mean? Chad's but, over here <laughs> nodding his head away. Yeah, yeah see, yeah. you get it, Chad. Um, I would say it's funny because my parents weren't really in the arts. I think our dad, if anything, he used to DJ. He loves dancing, too. Oh, he right. gets He hosts salsa with, with his sister. And, and it's it's really fun. And he loves to dance and be the life of the party. So I think... Your dad's hella cool, by the way. <laughs> right? hella cool. Yes, yes. He's great. Both of them are just... They, they're so supportive. I think we're all really lucky. They never once tried to shove nursing or becoming a doctor or <laughs> anything down our throats at all. We just said, oh, they kind of just let us find what we loved and supported that and it's really inspired me as a mom now and us as with Zyla mm. we just we don't want to force her to do anything she doesn't want to do we just kind of want to let her find those things that she likes and support that how we can you know mm. um 
so yeah, we're just really grateful for our parents' support. My mom used to drive me to auditions as a dancer because I would dance professionally, obviously, uh, after I left the dance studio. I even finished high school early so I could really focus on auditions and working. The fact that she even let me do that was amazing. And she didn't force me to go to college or anything. But instead, she quit her job and she would drive me all the way from Chino to L.A. And funny story, she was there at the John Legend shoot because I was 17, I want to say 17. And I was the only underage dancer there. And she stayed and it didn't wrap until like five in the morning. And my mom was just on set chilling. She's a saint, an angel. I know I'm so grateful for her, but Mm. all the other dancers were chilling with her and talking and they loved her as well. So yeah, just, it's so nice having that support from your family. Mm. It's, I feel like it's kind of rare, especially as a Filipino American, you know, and yeah, it, it's inspired me. So that that's the, your whole dance journey, which was like a whole thing. And then yeah. like went to music, singing. Like how did you even discover that that was something that you had a... a She's like, there's way more money in singing. <laughs> <laughs> way more longevity there. Yes. Well, yes. yeah. I mean, it's still it's still just as hard, you know, as a creative. You guys know it's, it's a tough business. It's a mm-hmm. tough choice to choose as a career, whether you're a dancer, an actor, a singer, whatever it may be. It's, it's a tough one. Um, so you need that support system. Mm-hmm. And it's great that we, we got it. But uh, I started doing music with my friends, I think a little bit, kind of the same time as, as dancing professionally. And I would just do it for fun. And I would do like church benefit concerts and college shows and things like that and YouTube, obviously, mm-hmm. and connecting with AJ, people like AJ and my friend Nessarika and Kathy. And I then I met him. And then I said, wow, this is crazy. This is cool. Okay, this is kind of taking off. And then I kind of just quit dancing because our music was so successful and it was obviously it was going somewhere and and i just kind of followed that mm. but there's always going to be that when side. where and how was that was that like a vine time specifically yes. because yes. that stuff was pop you guys were popping yeah. off on that vine like, was, that was our crazy thing. yeah it was it was crazy we would literally do covers six second covers every single day and it was i think it was just staying consistent with it that was the key to it we would do it every day it doesn't matter how much we hated each other that day and did not want to look at each other we would get it done and we noticed there was definitely a gap in the music mm. space for it mm. no one was doing covers i mean who would it's six seconds six seconds right. you had to be right. smart and when we could catch that loop and it wasn't like you could edit it afterwards you had to time it and we did Whoa. it so much where we knew you had to time it to get that loop, okay, let's start, boom. And then I was the one with the finger and then pushing it, the thumb pressing the thing to start and releasing it at the right you time. Yeah, that to dance timing, that huh? Yeah. Hey, you know, it, it helps, it it's helps. All... It all, yeah. Little dance all... hottie, girly, XOXO <laughs> shrimp, whatever. Stop. so gross. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it was fun it's it's been quite a journey wow we've been on we've been on the journey. Mm. Was, was the six seconds is, that's like an extreme. Yeah. That's got to be one <laughs> end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, y'all are doing like tours. You, you guys are putting out albums, you're writing full songs and stuff like that, right? Is this really where it started? It started at six seconds? The six seconds happened because we were trying to promote an album. And uh, we so were, you you are already composing music together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and YouTube you were, and things like that. Okay. That was That existed already for us. So. Yeah, so that song we just sang, Missing You Like Crazy, was our first single ever as the duo. And we started doing long-form YouTube music videos. 
And that helped us get into the college circuit. So it was like predominantly Filipino benefits. I love the college circuit. Yeah, it's really they're fun. So yeah, they're so great. They they're so fun. fun. It's so fun. And yeah. a lot of tradition, just people excited to see you perform. Right. And we did about 50 shows in our first year of just posting YouTube videos. And it was really great. We got to learn how to perform and be in front of people. But there was a like a cap to that, like both financially and just expansion of career. So then we were like, all right, let's take the money we've earned from these college shows and let's make an album. Then we made the album and we're like, shit, how do we get people to listen to this album? Mm. So then Vine is when that entered. Mm. So we use Vine to promote our album, said, hey, we got this album out, come listen. No one cared. So we're like, all right, what, could, what else could we do? Let's just make covers every single day. And then that's what got the attention. Mm. And in 30 days, we went from zero to 1 million followers just from 30 days of posting Whoa. every day. Wow. That's and crazy. from there, it just went wild. Who does what job in the music making part of it? I'd say he does like 90% of it. And I just come and sing. <laughs> because I, you know I think that's a great I'm so glad you asked that question because a lot of times especially over the years people don't understand how talented this man is and how mm. much work he does and I want people to know so I'm really glad that you brought that up because he works so hard and he's an incredible writer and producer it's all this man right here and I get the pleasure of singing on on the songs that he writes and and it's usually about our story and everything too and I'll come in sometimes and, and offer a little writing here and here or there but it, I would say he's he's the mastermind behind hmm. us the duo and I just get to go along for the ride and I want people to know that well speaking of like duo partnership yeah like that's what you guys are yeah. like you know as like a, a music duo to husband and wife to mother and father i'm sure there's different dynamics and all of that right and yeah. and you just played a percentage like he's 90 i'm 10 i just come in and i sing yeah. but like figuring out how to do that well in the other departments of being a partnership yes like husband wife mother father yes. friend yeah. Like, how do you get, like, what's the communication? Because that's got to be like the, the baseline that of everything, is, right? You said it already. Yeah. You so said like, it. Like, walk us through that. How do you guys figure, like, do you guys like, okay, now we're going to talk about our music side. Okay, now we're going to talk about being husband and wife. Like, how do you guys 100%. figure out that kind of. Well, he just does 90% of everything. And that's like <laughs> sick for you. Like, I congratulate no, you. I mean, you're talented, no. but that's the win. No. That's what I want. I promise they do things. Um, <laughs> no, that's a beautiful, beautiful. Beautifully asked question, mm. Ben. You're right. There are different sectors and there's completely different percentages. When you bring up parenting and I, oh, I know I've always wanted to be a mother and I absolutely love it. So I kind of naturally take on the childcare portion and just like the parenting thing. Mm -hmm. And he's always down and just follows for the ride and is an amazing father as well. But I would say, what do you think the percentage is there for, for parenting? He does 90% of the breastfeeding. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's, for some reason, she's always hungry after, but like, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not much there. <laughs> but what would you say the percentage is? I always call her the CEO of Zyla. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She's so the CEO of I am, the duo. I'm a I'm supporting CEO employee, yeah. and I love that job. But I defer to her for all final decisions yeah. because she is so more uh, involved passionate. and passionate and educated in that realm to make the best decision at the end right. of the day. 
Right. Wow. And then and then with the marriage and relationship, obviously 50-50. What else, what, what else can I say there? It is, but it wavers. It because you can only give as much as you are able to. And there are mm-hmm. times when Krissa is in her element. She is happy and joyful. She is on her game. And she's she is able to give so much more to the relationship. But if I'm sad and down and overworked and tired, I might be only, only to give 30% mm-hmm. to our relationship. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls me up and brings mm-hmm. me back to that mm-hmm. 50-50. So our 50-50 is yeah. the equilibrium, but because of our moods and personalities and life circumstances, we just go up and down constantly. Yeah. Mm. But the cool thing is we know if someone's struggling, the other person will eventually pull them back up and we can find that common ground. But That's 50-50 is the goal, mm-hmm. but it's not mm-hmm. realistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like both of y'all are pretty, like, you guys go for what you want. Mm. I think from yeah. even just from hearing your story, you know what I mean? You're like, I got to figure out a way for this girl to fall in love with me. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you're about to be my husband. Like, the whole thing is, like, you're not afraid to just let it be known. Like, yeah. this is what I want. And sometimes that can be conflicting, right? Because that's two fire energies coming at each other. <laughs> yes. um, you know what yes. I mean? And then and then knowing when to, like, yeah, let, let me let me just, like, take the back seat on this one. Yeah. Let me actually take the wheel on this one. Oh, now we're getting to conflict. Yes. We're getting to, like, oh, conflict resolution. How, how do we figure out the right way? Or not to say that there's some objective right way, but the right way for y'all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Which how do we, mm-hmm. yeah, how are we able to make this work knowing that both of us are not afraid to take the wheel? Wow. I mean, obviously, being in a in a relationship is hard enough on its own. But when you work together... That brings out a special spice that you mm-hmm. didn't even know existed. And it it has definitely challenged us. And I, I would be lying if I said there weren't really dark times that we experienced together. And we're very close to, to calling it, you know? Wow. Yeah, and it's mm. it's hard. It really is hard. But I think what makes it so special and different is that he and I have put in the work individually to to want to stay together and to and to want the best for ourselves and uh, I I'll let you chime in here too but I I think that that's important the communication and we literally talk about everything and mm. we'll call each other out on each other's bullshit and and quickly and quickly be aware of the fact that yeah you were right there I should not have said that that was dumb mm. you know and and we welcome that and I think that that's the hard part of relationships because our egos can be so big sometimes and want to be the right person and, and want to have the last word in every argument. But sometimes we just need to tell our ego to sit down mm. and just sit down and listen for a second because you're you're not always right. And I hate to break it to, to us. It, we're not. We're not always right. And when we understand that and we can accept that, and I think beautiful things can happen, and a beautiful thing has happened. We are here 11 years later, married. We have a beautiful child that we are both raising together, and it's so special. And it's because we we both want that for ourselves and for each other. And that's a choice that we have to continue to make every single day, that we want this for us. We want that for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say there is three times in our relationship that were the checkpoint moments where we had to decide, is this the breaking point? Are we going to get a divorce? Mm. And the first time was when us, the duo went from bedroom, living room to main stage 
like live TV and Arenas. arena touring, like that was a huge transition. I'm very introverted. So even just being on a level where I'm around people all day, I struggled with that. She's extroverted. She loved that energy. But by the time we finished a full day of that and we got back to the hotel room, we were like strangers sleeping in a bed. Mm. So we had to decide, is this a healthy way to keep living? Right. Are we unhappy? And do we stop it now or do we rewrite the story at this point? And we decided, let's rewrite it. And the way we rewrote it at that point was I started therapy for the first time. She was already in it, but she got me into it. And we came up with tools to kind of be these buffers for when we were starting to struggle. We have to have these talking sessions. And we would like come in with notebooks and write down what we were feeling and we discuss it and we find a solution. That worked for a little bit. And then she got pregnant. That was the second checkpoint. I never wanted a child ever. I was going to be eternally a bachelor. She wanted children. When we first met, she said, this is important to me. Is this something you think you could do? And I said, if it's important to you, then it's important to me. Because and this was, was public on Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, Let's take everybody knew. Everybody knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, I've always wanted to have a child with dance girl hottie night. So. <laughs> That's my dream. <laughs> And so when we decided that, you know, if it's important to her, I love her that much that I'm willing to have a child. Not That's, you know, other people's importance. But for me, I was willing to do that. And but it didn't make it easy when we started having the child or like when she got pregnant. Mm -hmm. I started struggling like, damn, my life is about to change. The percentage of the time I'm able to give to my wife is going to be split in half to a child. I don't know if I can do that. So that became another point. And I can remember that conversation like it was yesterday. We were in that van. We were headed to rehearsal, rehearsal for, for tour. tour yeah. My pregnant, how, how far along was I? At you that were seven, like seven, months? seven or eight months. Eight months. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I could definitely do this on my own. You know, if this is something that you don't want to be a part of, I know I could be a single mom. I could, I have the support of my family. I'll be fine if this is really something that you can't do. She said, I can do this by myself. If you want to exit out of the story, now is your chance. But do it before the child is born because Mm -hmm. I have my family to help me. And if you don't want a child, you already agreed to it. And I know you're having second thoughts right now as you see me big and plump and we're feeling the pressures of being on America's Got Talent as she's pregnant. And we're touring touring the world simultaneously, full world tour as she's pregnant. All of this is weighing in on me and her. She said, now is your time. And those are the conversations that make you second guess like what do i really want and it always challenges the fact that i cannot live my life without her i would Mm. much rather have it with her you know that's what i want and that's why we got together initially but those conversations can bring you back down to that real moment yeah absolutely absolutely and we recoup from that and then we had this beautiful baby girl wonderful season and then we go through all the ups and downs of that it was joyous And then the third point happened probably like four or five months ago. And that is when us, the duo started to come on its decline. The interest of fan base started to leave. Uh, We were losing our zeal for music and creating together. And then she decided that she had this love for acting and wanted to enter back into commercial and film and TV as she was before I even met her. And as her husband and someone who knows how important that is to her, I thought, 
yeah, I have to support this. You know, if this is her heart's desire, that's my job as her partner. Mm. But you're also the CEO of us to do it. So So where does does that leave me? And I felt Mm. like I had no purpose anymore. Mm. Like imagine this baby, which is us to do, I've built for 10 years alongside of her as the 90% is suddenly not able to work anymore. Wow. Because she's now exiting into this new sector. So then that became the most recent point of, uh, do we still want this? Is this really where we want to go? So what we did is we booked a vacation, just her and I. This was two, three months ago. And we brought a laptop and we rewrote our entire story. And we said, all right, let's check in. What are your tasks at home? Do you still enjoy doing that? Do you like doing the dishes? Do you like doing the laundry? Starting the basic stuff. And then from there, do you like it when I touch your back or scratch your head? Does that still make you feel a certain way? Do you still want to see me at the end of the night? And we went through everything. And it is incredibly uncomfortable to talk about all that stuff and write Mm. it down. Mm -hmm. But at the end, what we found is that, yes, this story is worth fighting for. Let's rewrite it. We are different people now than we were 10 years ago. Mm. But I still want to live this life with you. So I think every couple has these these moments like we did, we had three big moments where we're like, do we go or stay? Mm-hmm. But it's okay to leave too. Like we made that a safe place to say, hey, if this doesn't make sense anymore, then that's fine. I support you in being the happiest version mm-hmm. of yourself. But for us, we always stayed with it. Mm. Yeah. I'm on the edge of my fucking <laughs> seat right now. <laughs> I'm, my I'm, goodness. So um, based off of that, which is already incredible as it is, but I'm like, like what ended up being the result of this vacation mm. that y'all took to mm. rewrite your story and like, where are you at right now with that? Mm. And then do you ever feel one side compromises more than the other or anything like mm. that? Yeah. Good question. It's a great question. In all of these conversations, I always imagine what my life would be like if we parted. I hate that vision. Mm. It is sticky and complicated to get some contents both chris and i's parents were previously divorced before they had us so i understand divorce and i am a product of that and i am thankful to be on this planet so like i'm not going to shame anybody for splitting up but when i explore what that looks like there's so much pain of a child growing up in split homes or not being able to have these together moments and also just like the We've had 11 years of memories. Imagine just having to abandon those and bury them. Because there's going to be things that remind you of each other. Like you'll hear a song in the supermarket and be like, damn, that was our song. That Mm. was good. I don't want to look back at my relationship as this memory. I want to be that. Mm. I want that to be mine now. Mm. So there's there's no scenario where she's not in my life. At least that's what I've had to explore. And even though I'm saying this, I know she's had these same thoughts and feelings and she's expressed them to me. She just hasn't necessarily said them in this conversation. But I would say that the compromise, she's had to compromise with me in so many other ways too because our upbringings were very different. My family was extremely negative. Her family was extremely positive. So when she met me, everything was through this perspective of like oh i hate this or i don't want to do that or that person is this or i don't want to do this and she's like no that's not how you live your life everything there's a there's a silver lining to everything so even her having to deal with that for the course of 11 years there's so much compromise involved uh so yeah i would say that you've had to do this on your own but you haven't really 
voiced it. I'd be curious to see your thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it looks like you have compromised more, and you have compromised a lot on the bigger things. Mm. And I think it's the stuff that people don't see that I have to work a little harder on with him. And, and not that I want to change him in any way. I just want him to live his best life. And I want him to be his best version of himself too. So I try to kind of sway and, and work things to, to be the best that, that he can be. And, um, but yeah, that's a really good question. And it just makes me again, really grateful for you and how much you've compromise for me and and for us and our family i never go without saying that i appreciate you and all that you do for us i have an example she is her her family grew up giving massage trains to each other (laughs) (laughs) like like her and then bam and then john and then their dad they're all just massaging we're just like each massa- other. Yo, because we love massages. Right. They're so, so good for you. Especially Sean, as a dancer. Is not getting any massages? <laughs> he's just being an older brother? I know, right? Maybe he's in the back, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's already out it's of like, the house. I don't like this. You guys just do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like the physical touch was very deeply mm-hmm. ingrained in her. Yeah. And I grew up in a house where we didn't even graze arms, right? Uh. So I know that that's really important to her, and it's something I'm still struggling with after 11 years. It's the love languages, right? Yeah. So mine are um, physical touch and. You recently told me you needed eight hugs a day, and I was like, I, you know what it was? I can't even give one. <laughs> I'm trying. I know. I just saw a thing. It was it was a meme or something that talked about that people need eight hug at least eight. Scientifically, hugs a day. I Scientifically. think you only need four as long okay. as they're over 20 seconds because it's past the 20 second mark where the oxytocin starts to like develop mm. and Ooh, release and stuff okay. like that. I'll so take four. Stress Anthony? relief, anxiety, wow. all that stuff. Because think about it. Anytime you hug somebody when you say in a greeting or even like in an actual moment, yes. they don't last more than 10 seconds. You're right. True. So you're already like conditioned to think like the second this moment of embrace happens, you're already kind of psych, like you're thinking about the release. Yes. But if you have to go there and you hold it and you're like don't think about the exit <laughs> yeah just be just be a whole different chemical wow, reaction that's happens. actually so yeah true. totally nice. i, I might have used that as a flirting technique i might have used that from science i that's don't know but, I, but it's I true both. it's both it's, i've done it with guys both flirting <laughs> and science i what? feel that though anthony i i love his hugs and it's so crazy because when i hug people now i think with just being aware even when i hug you and when i hug xyla I like, I'll take a big inhale and an exhale. And what I imagine when I'm hugging someone is that it's just great, good energy that I'm giving off into Mm. you. And then I just remember the moment and I kind of like zoom out of my body and just see that moment happening. And it just brings me to the present moment and it just makes me feel that hug even more you know and i do that with you like even today earlier before we we came i just came up to him out of out of the blue and hugged him because i needed it in that moment and i was just like and i hope that he receives that that good energy as opposed to anything else negative that i was trying to to release like Mm, i take a deep breath release that first and then i give him all that good energy. yeah and i challenge anybody listening or watching one of your next hugs to completely forsake the release moment, to mm. not think about when it ends That's and amazing. just be in it. I, so I, I promise it's a totally different feeling. I gotta ask you, how 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 does one hug an in-law? How do I hug her parents? Her parents? Yeah. Yes. Dude, you hug them like you're their son. Yeah. You don't hug them like yeah, you yeah, married yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. You hug them like she married in. There you are. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. I guarantee you it's the best. Especially with Filipino parents. Ooh. ooh the longer like the up, better, baby. Yeah, like my, my wife's Filipina too. 
her mom, she's my mom. Her dad, I'm gonna kiss him on the forehead. Yes. It don't matter. That's I mean, right. The second you go as far as they think possible, you're in a new territory. And even if they're slightly uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. and you still hold on and you look at them and you're like, you remember that. <laughs> and, and it's you like conditioning <laughs> them yeah, to be like, next time you see them, how we do they're this. already gonna be like, oh God, here comes, <laughs> here comes the 15 right. second you're ready. plus hug. <laughs> That's yeah. freaking funny, Here we dude. go. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh my God, so I love that. Okay, okay, just it. to go on that last topic. Okay, no assumptions. I was just hearing what was being shared, but I love what y'all just shared with each other in that honest moment about the concept of compromise and stuff like that. Uh, I'm, I want to transition into the concept of creative compromise and, mm. and, and things of that nature and stuff. Yeah. Uh, antelope. Yeah. Oh. Hey, let's go. Hey, they're doing the deep cuts right I'm now. I'm familiar with antelope, right? Yes, and and you know, a part of me as a creative, I, I kind of covet that. I'm like, I look Absolutely. at that with some gel. Antelope, right? Yeah, it's give me some context. I didn't badass, all masked alter ego. Yes. Musically, oh. doesn't sound like us to duo at all. Nope. Okay. So it's just him. This is just his Just project. doing this side venture, love throwing it, tracks it, out it. there. Yes. And it sounds way different. So I'm dope. talking like mm. there's a whole other existing thing that's in this guy's brain and heart you know what i'm saying and, yeah and again as a creative and and, and I, I say this uh, out of that relativity because you you know take take kinjas for example mm -hmm. there are definitely moments where you know guys will create for the squad and whatnot and or like they want to do a video for the channel or like we're we're in just creative flow right and maybe the most authentic and natural idea isn't like the normal taste of Kinjas. Sure, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so you're yep, just yep. subconsciously always like, oh, like, yeah, I want I want to contribute to Kinjas, but like maybe, mm, what song should I do? I should probably do something more like this because, because we've done things like this or blah, blah, blah. And then you also run into this like, uh, maybe I want to express myself, but I don't want to like diss the crew and, and make them feel like I need to do my thing, which is, there's nothing wrong with that ever. But I see Antelope. Mm. What is that? Where were you at with that? <laughs> Beautifully said. <laughs> well, appreciate you asking about antelope. Yes. Uh, it comes down to the conflict of brand and art. So when you create a brand, eventually you have a fan base. And then there are parameters that you have to live by in order to market to this fan base. Because essentially it becomes a job. Kinjas is a job. You guys all love it, but it still provides a certain thing. And you have to follow certain guidelines of the Kinjas. But what's unique about the Kinjas and what's unique about us, the duo, is it's still comprised of two individuals or multiple individuals who have all of these different ideas and art that lives inside of them. So how do we hone that in and like live in this lane? Yeah. At some point, I couldn't live in the lane mm -hmm. and Antelope was born because I couldn't quiet it anymore. Mm -hmm. So when I sat down to make us the duo, parameter music which for us is like 20 to 35 year old female skewed positive music i'm not always a positive guy <laughs> <laughs> so we've learned it's a family yes. we've learned i just want to yell fuck <laughs> in my song and that's what i did with antelope yeah okay and yes but i can't do that in the brand that we've created right yeah. so then i had the sub brand and all it became was an outlet for me. Mm -hmm. And there was a point when I thought maybe I'll put some more effort into this and see if it could be lucrative. But really it was just like a healthy expression of Yes. Art. Mm. I love and I love the way that you said that right now. Mm. I'm 
in all the years that I've understood this concept, I've never been able to as simple, like simply articulate the concept of the the dichotomy between brand and art. Mm. Mm. I think that enough was like psh, light bulb because. Mm. Because I think people feel like that way in general mm-hmm. in relationships. You know what I'm saying? There, there is that individualism. There is that 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 inner soul that has a very very like this is what I am, regardless of the way that it's affected by somebody else or yeah. other some other thing. But I, I just feel like the way that you represented it musically, mm. I was so sonically like yeah. what the <laughs> night and day. Yeah, yeah. that it, that it just felt like I was like oh this is a. A true representation of that right? yeah. and i felt it in its like most clear form yeah. and what happens in the expression is it also makes the other thing a little bit more special yeah so now right. i can approach us the duo knowing i got all that antelope stuff off my chest right there's more space there now i can wow. create in a different mindset for us to do and find a little bit more gratitude there versus mm. like Oh, I wish I could do what I really want to do with us the duo. I have all these ideas and I can't do it in us the duo. Well, I could do two things. I could do three things. Yeah. I can express these things here. That's so yes. good. Yeah. It's a really healthy way to to live as a creative. I, I love no for sure. I yeah. totally agree with that. And I honestly I need to practice that more hmm. for myself yeah. as well. And it's okay, I think, to to create just to create. Like I feel as if our generation is so so concerned about okay how will this bring me money how will this be successful you're allowed to have hobbies you're allowed to do things just for the joy of doing it and you can share it if you want to and you don't have to all the time but if you care so much about it and you're so passionate about it share it because the people Mm. that see your passion will appreciate it and it will inspire them to do the same in their lives you know i think it's beautiful yeah i I think we uh you know because social media is so rapidly changing day Mm. to day you know what i mean like from the introduction of twitter to you know tiktok and and all the things right there's a new app coming out every day and then even the algorithms are changing Mm -hmm. and how people are able to discover you there's so much just like oh man how do i like stay relevant how do i do the things and create the type of content that's going to get me in front of the most eyeballs Mm -hmm. and and chasing that it's a it's a rat race you're just constantly chasing the algorithms because we want that to translate into some opportunity dollars to you know visibility and things like that 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 becomes the goal like i need to to get all the views versus i need to express myself yeah let this just be my outlet to be myself Mm. yeah and then we're also afraid to do that because like well what if i put myself out there no one likes it yeah. What if people comment on it? It's like, oh, this sucks. Like, mm-hmm. this is not why I follow you. I'll unfollow. Like, all that stuff is so, like, it's just this cloud, mm-hmm. right? That we can mm-hmm. all get so caught up in. And, but I also want to respect the cloud. I right. also want to respect the fact that that is a thing that's, if you know how to do it well, it can be an actual tool to help you progress whatever it is that you want to progress. But we also should never forget that we are allowed to be ourselves. Yes. We are allowed to Absolutely. be human. Let's just say someone's following you for your music. All of a sudden, you just pop on and you just do a, a FaceTime. Yeah. I don't follow her for this. Why is she over here talking? I want to hear her music <laughs> and I want to see her dance I, right. and I see her makeup tutorials or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. But like, I'm positive there's at least one person that's following you that needed to hear your voice, mm-hmm. that needed to hear you just like look into a camera and be like, hey, how are you doing today? And and I think that is the powerful element of social media is that even though we may, yeah, that video itself might not get all the likes and the mm-hmm. engagement that we all want from our other stuff, 
But then if that was actually supposed to connect with one person out there who needed to hear that or see that to know that, oh, wow, this person also is human and I get to just hear her talk to me and hear him talk to me in such a way where it just connected to what I needed for the day. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we talking about over here? That's what influence is. Nice. Forget influence. Let's talk, let's talk about impact. Like, yes. I actually don't really like the word influencer. I like impactor. Ooh. Like, how are we impacting Ooh, people? I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, let's go out there and impact people. And, and like, not just over here trying to sell products. And that's fine, too. Let's let's make our money, guys. Right. Like, what get are we your doing? Let's get, your, let's get our bag. At Kinderbang Noodles. <laughs> yes. Best noodles um, in town. <laughs> no, let's do all that. But, like... We really want to impact people. And I know that y'all are about that life too. And, mm. and, and, and just seeing you guys function in the way that you guys have been doing from day one to 11 years later. Uh, you brought an amazing, beautiful child into this world who we love to follow. Mm. And, and she's just making us smile and, and all the things. So with that said, um, success is a very arbitrary subjective term that always probably changes from year to year for all of us Mm -hmm. and you guys have had a very successful career in the past 11 years of music marriage parenthood friendship all that stuff um where you guys are at now how how would you guys define what success is and maybe even what you're like looking for success to be what Mm -hmm. is what is success to y'all only the individual can define what success means to them so i love that you asked us what it means for us you spoke earlier on social media and numbers in particular. We live by the mantra, control the controllables. We can't control if people engage with our post, even though that is our sole income at this point. Yesterday, we posted a video, got half a million views. Today, we posted a video that got 50,000. We can't control what the app serves for us or not but we can control the content that comes out of us. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important for both of us to choose impact Mm. over influence, just like you said. Mm -hmm. So for success, in my opinion, I can't wait to hear yours as well. It's doing what I like more than what I don't like. Mm. If I can fill my day doing things that I actually like and it just like teeters on the side of that more so than the stuff I don't, that's success. And if I can make an impact in all of that on somebody else, then we're hitting it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to echo him, I think you hit the nail on the head with your explanation. But I do think success is when you do something that lights your soul on fire. Mm-hmm. And wow. you just can't stop doing it and you love doing it. And I get everyone has to make a living somehow, right? And sometimes you got to go to work and, and do this thing that you don't really love, but it helps provide for you and your family or whatever it may be. But as long as you're doing something for you that can balance that out and it it brings your passion out to the forefront, I think that is success for me. And as long as your mental health is good, because that I think is such a big priority for both of us and is I think a big reason why we're still here and still staying strong is that mental health should be a priority. And mm. so as as long as your mental health is right and you're doing something that you love, you're successful mm-hmm. in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You're doing well for yourself. If you're in a good place, good for you. Yeah, nothing to do with money or numbers, yeah. clout, yeah. followers. Yeah, love it. I see why you're both songwriters. <laughs> <laughs> the way you put words together, it's like... Dropping bars. It's so good. <laughs> it's really oh, so good. Thanks. 
<laughs> so so good so good well uh we love to uh wrap up our episodes with a fun little lightning round so we can toss Ooh. some uh questions at y'all yeah let's do it fun yeah, here we go lightning in three two one favorite disney movies um tangled little mermaid favorite other duo in the world Ooh. um johnny swim i love them uh johnny cash and june carter, carter. okay favorite carter. disney prince and princess Jasmine and Aladdin. Nice. Same. What's uh, Tangled's name? Um, Rapunzel? Rapunzel. Yeah. Rapunzel, Rapunzel and her guy. Rapunzel and <laughs> Rapunzel. No, Rapunzel. Is that his, that is no, not his not name? Rapunzel. Wait, what? That's a what whole am I thinking other, about? What's his that's name? A whole, that's like Aesop's favorite. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other Sean genre. Sean Garage, Anthony. Uh, <laughs> child, childhood hero. Childhood hero. Childhood hero? It's the Yellow Ranger. Oh. Trini? Yeah. Oh, rest in peace. I know. RIP, but she like was Asian representation and like you didn't see that much. She was my hero for that. Totally love that. Most memorable performance together. Together? Together. Ooh. It has to be on on tour opening for Pentatonix. Yeah. Dallas. Dallas. American Airlines Center. Arena. That was standing ovation. Standing ovation in an arena. We've never experienced that until that night, and it was incredible. Sick. Biggest pet peeve about each other. He puts on the toilet paper the wrong way. There is a right and wrong way. What's the right way in your opinion? The right way is the flap should be up on top. Closer to you. Closer to you. That's my right way. But he does the reverse side. He does the reverse. He does the reverse. Are you also a crumpler and not a folder? Or like, where are you at, dude? Yeah, where are you at? What is that? A crumpler? Do you crumple it or do you fold it when you pull it out? Oh, I'd do a crumple for sure. <laughs> crumple oh. steel skin. Crumple steel skin, bro. Plus five. Plus five. Thank you. Oh, oh my gosh. Honestly, fam would be proud of that one. That was a really good one. Thank you that so much. Really I just want to get in and out, but Yay. I mean, there's a way to okay, get in and out faster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? More efficiently and cleaner. Uh, favorite quality about each other? Um... He's very funny. He can make me laugh whenever I'm in a bad mood. He'll just know exactly what to say to, to put it. a smile love on my face. It, it, Even if you're in a bad mood because of him? Yeah. That's he'll find good, a way. Dude. Yeah, well, he'll find a way. That's how I get out. He, he, he yep. yeah. We could be leg grazer, We could be dude. so pissed off and he'll <laughs> give me like a little smirk and be like, God, I hate you. I love you. It's so annoying. Love it. What was yours? Optimism. Glass half full always. Yes. Beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. What is a dream opportunity for y'all? You can go duo or you can go solo. To be on a recurring TV show. Okay. Because I'm getting back to the acting thing. Let's get it. So, yeah. Okay. That would be dope. Okay. I would love to produce an A-list artist. Just as a music producer and nothing else. Like who? Like who? Yeah, who's your artist? Mm, I'm going to have to go with uh, Labyrinth. Oh. Labyrinth is If I could just so get in the studio with him. And help even just one song. Oh my gosh, I would be so excited. I would fangirl. Labyrinth was like the one act that I was like really sad we didn't get to see at Coachella. I know. You didn't get to see it? Oh my goodness. I saw that and I said, oh my gosh. I know. I I was just chilling in the hotel room, just Just watching it through the TV, holding stuff. He's on a different screen. (laughs) I want to go solos for this. Okay. What do y'all think Zyla will be when she grows up? I can't say exactly what she's going to be because we're we obviously going off of what we talked about earlier. We want her to do whatever she wants to do, mm-hmm. and we want to support that, whatever it may be. But lately, she's been super 
into fashion and what she puts on herself and she's into accessories and I things like it. that yeah. she's so funny but yeah, yeah her it. teacher was even telling me about it today i feel like she could be a fashionista like designer or something that. like that someday 100%. girl has relative pitch so oh. if you play a note she will find it within Ooh. less than a second so she has this uncanny natural ability for music but what we found is when we try to force it on her she doesn't want it mm -hmm. my prediction it'll be a hobby for her I think she's going to be a therapist. That's my guess. A therapist? I love yeah. that. Yeah. From, like, I love that. Pitch, she's going to be a therapist. therapist. Yeah. Hey, wow. you can do both. Can okay, do but both. honest honest question, though. Honest question. Yeah. She w She's like, growing up, she's like, I want to be a dancer. Disappointed or excited? Always excited. Oh. Makes you happy. I would be excited. You know me. I'd be yeah. like, my mom was for me. I'll be the oh, stage mom. Okay. I'll drive you to my your audition. My kid want to be a dancer. I'd be like, figure it out. Change it up. Where's that doctor in you? Come on. Let's be Asian about this. <laughs> so let's let's go uh let's go a little bit macro existential here if mm -hmm. if your 80 year old self ooh, mm -hmm. would come back to yourself now mm. and give yourself a piece of advice what do you think that advice would be i think it would be keep going whatever whatever your gut is telling you to go do with your life just keep keep doing it because you end up where exactly where you're supposed to be mm. that's what i feel mm. that's good uh, Eight-year-old self would say the future and the past don't matter as much as I think it does now. Ooh, the future and the past don't. Wow, so you this guy's coming at me ninety percent right, right in the now. pocket Listen. of the present. Just Ooh. right in the pocket of the not future and the past don't matter. Wow, just live in it. It's almost like he's a lyricist. I know, yeah, right? Bro, you should be a singer good. or something. Yeah. Hey, there you go. There you go. Hey. All right, well, okay, so we love, uh, in this uh, season, we love to entertain and uh, unpack the idea of mastery. And, of course, everybody that sits in these chairs are super humble. And they're like, oh, I haven't mastered anything. But we're like, no, everybody's mastered something. You guys have put in so much time into something, even if it's like a way of thinking to an actual craft. Bruce Lee has this quote. He says, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Ooh. So focusing all this energy and time into a single thing can create this ability to master something. So what mm. is something that y'all feel that you have mastered? I've mastered the ability to find a creative solution when there is no option. Mm. That's wow. it. When all cards are off the table. Everybody thinks it's time to give up. I can find a solution every time. That's, That's very true. That's dope. I, I agree. Love that. I see that all the time. I have mastered finding a positive in every situation, I would say. And it's it's tricky because I don't want to say, um, you know, toxic positivity is a thing. And I, I don't right. want to be that person. Mm -hmm. But... I always try to find even like a little ounce of, of okay, there's a reason why this happened. Mm. There's always a reason behind things happening. And even though they might not go our way, there's a reason why that happened. And I need to trust in that, you know? So I would say that's mine. Nice. That's super dope. Super dope. Mm. First of all, thank you guys for coming out and hanging out with us. us. This is so and, fun. And sitting and just, just chopping it up. This is the stuff that I love is the... It's like let's let's forget about the work stuff. Yeah. Like you know that stuff's dope and all, but like let's get to know each other. And I feel like I just really felt like you guys just gave us your your hearts today Absolutely. and and just the openness. And we really really appreciate that. We know that there are I don't know. I'll just speak for myself. I I, I received a lot from y'all today, and I know people out there are gonna see a different side of y'all because I also get to right like when we're out here. 
this is what we do for a living and the things that we put out, the content, um, how we promote the things that we're doing is like how we live, have our livelihoods and things like that. But as we've been talking about in this conversation, just the, um, the realer side than all of that, like we're human, we feel, we struggle, we are imperfect, mm-hmm. um, yeah. we fall, yes. we pick each other up, uh, we help each other by talking about it in such open forum like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes a very bold and courageous type of person to be able to do that, to be like, oh, but I need to uphold my brand, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, um, no, but that it's just, uh, jokes aside, I, I just appreciate y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel that. I want to just emphasize and, and, and rehash on the idea of like, you know, fam, uh, this podcast is is quite a journey. We always get to sit down and sometimes we're sitting down with people that we have like, we don't know. Yeah, and, yeah. And just like Ben said, this might be the first time we've had like a deeper, longer conversation. <laughs> exactly. Longer but, than, hey, good to see you. Yeah, What's up? And then but, bye. But, but it's, yeah. it's different, right? Like, uh, yeah, just, we, we love Bam so much. I mean, one of the most coolest things was recently when we was performing together just mm-hmm. this last weekend or whatever. It was amazing, by the way. Thank you. Killed thank you. it. Thank Fresh. you very much. Yeah, Gosh. at Coachella. But like the way that he had pride in showing me this video of Zyla, you know what I mean, <laughs> watching and be like, oh, guys, Uncle Bam yes. would be like, oh, I think he has to go home and shower or whatever because <laughs> he's so dirty right now. But it's it's in those private pockets of yes. life that like is yeah. the most important yes. and the most powerful, you know? What yeah. you have to share and everything that you've been through and the way you are, are capable of articulating them are so real, human, relatable, and profound in your own journey that I'm like, yo, I, I hope millions more people get to hear your story the way we did because it's it's beautiful beyond measure uh and and i love all of it and even the the hard parts is the parts that inspire me the most so thank Mm -hmm. you so much for sharing so honestly um bam is my freaking brother it really is. He's also my brother, you guys. I heard. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard. Like by blood. blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm only, I'm brother, only yeah. familiar with you because I know uh, that he's Mike's brother-in-law. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And then I, I figured and out who you were. That's right. But no, really, it, it's like there's just this constant energy of like positivity, love, light that c- always comes from some sort of indirect or direct action with what you all have done in your lives. And I just want to celebrate y'all in this moment and congratulate you on your 11th year anniversary and just thank you so much for coming out here to to spend time with us on the pod thank you guys for having us this was so fun honestly i couldn't dream up a better place to start my first pod my first podcast so thank you again for having us you guys guys are welcome back anytime but we know you guys are busy doing things uh well speaking of the things how can people follow y'all i mean you guys got a show coming up you got yeah. you guys working on some cool projects some i heard some secrets there. about your next album yeah. uh-huh. like low key you know, let us know how we can support and so, like and, and serve you guys sure thank you well we're at us the duo on all platforms uh we're gonna do a tour in june in west coast but more importantly i just had surgery and was super high on anesthesia for the first time <laughs> And I wrote a song while high. No That's way. gonna be the first single. Oh my goodness! And I think it's already gonna be my favorite. Under song. us to do or yeah, yeah, yes. okay. <laughs> yes. this one's great. We actually posted Love a little video it. on social media of him. I filmed him when he got it, and it was, it's just hilarious. You should check it out. It's okay, on. Okay, cool. Us to do Instagram and TikTok. So. Yeah, 
So as a creative, if you ever need an extra spark, just go get some surgery, surgery? get some just anesthesia. Get some surgery. Yeah. Who knows yeah. what it could access? Really, that's good. That's Amazing. really good. That's really good. That's very exciting. Cool. Well, we'll plug all of that in the, in the show description, uh, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. If you're finding this episode by itself, we have many, many episodes before this one. So make sure you go back and listen to all those. If you're really digging what we're doing, make sure you hop on your podcast platform. Write us a review. Leave us that five-star rating. Follow us on all of our socials. Kinja's podcast, Cast with a K. That's it, right? Yeah, that's... that's. Oh, yeah, Kinja Bang Noodles. Kinja Bang Noodles. Yeah. Bang I'm noodles. just kidding, guys. I'm this about is about impact, not influence. <laughs> there we go. Just regular Kinja Bang, okay? But they're very good. Hey, they, the Kinja Bang sauce on those noodles, I can Ooh. eat it right out of the packet. He's done it before. We need a video. Video or did it didn't happen? And a song. <laughs> that was organic, by the way. Organic ads. Hashtag organic ads. <laughs> All right, I see you guys. We're out of here. Peace. Get your bang. <laughs>